Hey guys, it's your favorite boy Angelo. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Happy New Year, guys. By the time you're getting this, obviously, I'm sure it's not January 1st, but New Year is still new. So, Happy New Year. Take on like that. Um, a lot has happened in the past few months. I had to go on break a bit because I had to release Highway EP and a lot of other things to wrap up, you know, the past year and get ready for the new year and stuff. And uh, it's been all good, but we're back and we're moving. Um, eventually, with future episodes and other things I do around my life, you're probably going to get to know what I've been up to over time and stuff that we're getting up to like right now in real time. But long story short, I just want to get into this quickly. So um, a few nights ago, I was praying and you know, it's a new year, right? So there's a whole lot happening. There's a whole lot we're expected to happen. There's a whole lot of expenses that need to be taken care of. There's a whole lot of milestone projects we're trying to do in personal life, in business, in ministry. And resources are needed left, right, and center. And, you know, after taking the time to plan and plan and plan and project and project and project, look at the past year, look at the things you did wrong, look at the things you did right, try to, you know, put up a like better plan. And then so they can like present that plan and like God see how far look at what we're trying to achieve, look at what we're trying to do, this is what you inspired us, this is what you said we should do, how we could do it. Because everywhere we're looking, like there's money, 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 money required, right? And we're praying for you know provision and all that. And in the middle of it, I get hit with a word from Philippians 4:12. Um personally, I think I'm gonna do a exposition of Philippians 4. Like that 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 chapter of the Bible is like your gems back to back for virtually almost every aspect of your everyday life for context you know paul is wrapping up his letter to the philippians he's just finished talking about you know how we should learn to rejoice in all things and we should fix our mind on good things and meditate on good things you know and all that and then in verse 10 to 12 he goes on to say this i rejoice greatly in the lord that at least you renewed your concern for me indeed you were concerned but you had no opportunity to show it i am not saying this because i am in need for i have learned to be content whatever the circumstances verse 12 i know what it is to be in need and i know what it is to have plenty i have learned the secret of being content in and in every situation whether well-fed or hungry whether living in plenty or in want i can do all things through him who gives me strength king james version puts it you know i've learned to abase and i've learned to abound and that's how the word came to me while we're praying and because we're praying for provision that word came and it came in this perspective like lord like paul give us the secret to learn to live contently whether we're in plenty or we're in little of course we don't have plans to be poor that is not what that is but is that even when we may not have all that we need or when we're in a surplus of provision teach us to be so postured in our hearts that if we're in little we're not overwhelmed by how much we don't have and then we are kicked into overdrive to go and hustle and then we spend so much time hustling and trying to make money so that we can pay bills we then lose sight of pursuing destiny or doing the things that are of greater impact 
which nine times of ten if you look at those things they often have the capacity to bring back more value for you so for example jesus is like seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and every other thing will be added unto you sometimes people like think you know just take those words and make it all mystified and stuff but literally just look at it what exactly is the kingdom of god talking about the kingdom of god you know isaiah 61 talks about how jesus was anointed with the holy ghost and power and has come to proclaim the acceptable year of the lord giving sight to the blind healing the sick you know healing the brokenhearted raising up a generation that will rebuild the ancient ruins imagine your life pursuing these things giving sight to the blind whether healing miracles or you know enlightening people or educating people healing the brokenhearted you know whether you have a miracle power for healing broken hearts or you are like an excellent counselor you know how to guide people out of societal feelings or help them maneuver their heartbreak you know you're somebody who raises a generation and empowers the youth like i've not seen anybody who creates value for the world that ends up being yeah of course okay sure there might be some examples but those are like exceptions to the rule but technically if you look at it the world's richest people on the planet or the world's most influential people on the planet who are rich and influential through morally um viable means are people who have given so much value to the world so at the end of the day seeking first the kingdom of god and his righteousness if you look at it in the context of Isaiah 61, it's literally seeking first the betterment of the lives around you. So even as little as your evangelism, it's all about you making sure that the next person gets to have access to life in Christ Jesus. While you're waiting to make heaven, there's peace, there's joy. There's he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. There's the Lord is my shepherd that shall not want. He makes me to lay down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Life in Christ is good life. So even you that is going to make someone, you know, have amend or come into a space where Christ amends their relationship with God, at the end of the day, technically what you're doing is facilitating them to find life in Christ, which in turn is the basis for finding goodness in life, abundant life. He says, I God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish, but have life in abundance full life rich life so when you're seeking first the kingdom of god and his righteousness basically you're out there enriching lives and then enriching lives to the glory of christ but nine times of ten if you're stuck trying to make money most times it can be so if this is why poverty is not a good thing in any way because when you're trying to survive you're trying to eat you're trying to stay alive you're trying to make sure your kids are not run out of school when you're in a cycle of of survival it's very hard for you to pay attention to the needs of others it's very hard for you to pay attention to providing value for life it's very hard for you to pay attention to people enough to people or causes or situations enough for you to want to cater to those causes or pursue your passions in line with catering to anybody other than yourself and your immediate family so at the end of the day, while we're praying for provisions, while we're praying for God to while we're praying for God to level us up this year, we'll do well to pray that God gives us the secret to live in plenty and to live in little. So that no matter the situation we find ourselves in, we'll be able to hold our ground and not lose sight 
of the kingdom slash life enriching work we are called to do which is not only the will of god but is literally your bigger bread and butter <laughs> for the next decade ladies and gentlemen it's your favorite boy angelo and i just want to thank you for spending your time with me i hope it's been useful i hope it's been a blessing do let me know what you think in the comments and stay tuned for the next one when i come your way next time on jesus and common sense bless